Hello, my name is Kate Firth and I am a Senior Policy Advisor in the BMA's Equality, Inclusion and Culture Policy Team. Today I will be discussing a project that I am very privileged to be working on with the BMA's Medical Students Committee. The BMA Racial Harassment Charter for Medical Schools and Guidance for Medical Students. The Charter is a set of actions for schools to commit to, to prevent racial harassment and effectively deal with it when it happens. I'll be outlining why we decided to develop a charter and what we know about racial harassment in medical education, what the charter is and our expectations of schools that sign up to it, and our next steps for the charter. So, why did we decide to do the charter? The Medical Students Committee is really committed to ensuring equality in medical education, and they knew that this was an issue. And so in 2018, they submitted an AARM motion calling for action on racial harassment. As part of their response to this motion, in 2019, the BMA co-hosted a roundtable with the Equality and Human Rights Commission with Black, Asian and minority ethnic students to hear about their experiences of racial harassment. They shared examples of harmful experiences, including lecturers using racist terminology, students saying racist remarks, and undermining actions such as the ongoing incorrect pronunciations of their names. We also heard from participants about the deeply harmful impacts of these behaviours. They told us that these experiences left them feeling shocked and upset, isolated from their peers, and affected their confidence and enthusiasm for their studies. They also told us that feeling safe to raise concerns or make complaints was a key issue. We also found from the BMA's 2018 all-member survey that nearly a third of BAME medical students felt that bullying or harassment was a problem in their medical school and that they were four times more likely than white medical students to say it was often rather than sometimes a problem. As the Chair of Council Charles Nagpal wrote in his foreword to the Charter, this is an unacceptable barrier to BAME students achieving their full potential. The students told us they wanted real commitment from their medical schools, and so we developed the charter based on what students told us they needed, as well as research into what works to create an inclusive environment, and evidence from the Equality and Human Rights Commission recent inquiry into racial harassment in higher education. The charter is a set of commitments we have asked schools to take around, firstly, supporting individuals to speak out, secondly, ensuring robust processes for reporting and handling complaints. Thirdly, mainstreaming equality, diversity and inclusion across the learning environment. And fourthly, addressing racial harassment on work placements. Some actions in the Charter are specific, such as implementing equality, diversity and inclusion training and reviewing complaints and reporting procedures ensuring they are effective. And some are less tangible to define, such as embedding equality, diversity and inclusion throughout the medical school curricula. We encourage schools to engage with their students and share good practice with each other. We know that there is some really good practice happening and we want to share this knowledge. We published the charter in February and wrote to every medical school asking them to sign up to it. I'm very pleased to say that as of 26 August, 27 out of 41 medical schools have signed up to the charter and we know that nearly all of the other schools are actively considering it. We've had really positive feedback from schools about it, and have heard that it has prompted actions, for example, such as setting up BAME student working groups, looking at issues such as the curriculum, and setting up a regular series of anti-racism meetings at one school. 
We also received positive feedback from the key external stakeholders, the GMC and the Medical Schools Council. I also wanted to touch on the work of the BMA Medical Student Reps to advocate for the Charter. Many of the reps have gone to great lengths to set up and have meetings with their deans to explain the Charter and discuss sign-up and have worked really hard to raise awareness of the Charter with their peers. For example, one of the student reps organised a petition at their school for students to sign to show the dean their support for their Charter. Another wrote an item for their student newsletter about it. So, we've had 27 schools sign up, but what does signing up to it mean? We've been really clear that signing up to the Charter is not a one-time action and then it's done. It is an ongoing commitment. We have high expectations of schools that sign up and have thought carefully about how we will hold schools accountable to their commitment. We recently wrote again to all medical schools to emphasise our expectations. We told schools that we trust that signing up means that they will implement the Charter in a reasonable time period and engage with their students about it. Our key lever is public accountability. Schools are accountable to their students, and that's why we will encourage schools to publicise widely that they have signed up to the Charter and the actions they are taking to implement it. We will also be publishing a list of the names of schools that have signed up. The Charter was also accompanied by guidance for medical students on what to do if you experience or witness racial harassment. We included actions for witnessing because one of the key messages of the Charter is that racial harassment is everyone's problem. Our charter includes a quote from a black British fifth year medical student. They said, It feels like something that separates you from fellow students, an additional challenge that only some individuals have to go through. The majority of students are completely oblivious to these extra issues. What are the next stages for this work? In October, we will be holding a webinar with medical schools to discuss the charter. This is an opportunity for schools to share good practice with each other and ask questions. Our medical student reps will continue to act as advocates at their schools. We will keep encouraging schools to develop action plans so that their students know exactly what they're doing to implement the Charter, and we will continue to consult with BAME student groups. And I would like to thank the African Caribbean Medical Mentors, the Black Medical Society, Melanin Medics, and the King's College London African Caribbean Medical Society for their support of the project so far. The Medical Students Committee and the Quality and Inclusion and Culture Policy Team are really looking forward to seeing what happens next with the Charter and seeing medical schools develop more inclusive environments for all of their students. Thank you for listening today. I encourage you to read more about the Charter on the BMA website.